In breaking news, Kyler Murray is still out for the Arizona Cardinals, but it's not due to injury. It's because he's still playing Call of Duty Warzone. It's time for Garbage Time. Guys, welcome into Garbage Time Fantasy Football. In this very early morning edition of Garbage Time Fantasy Football here on Tuesday, I think that Colt McCoy really enjoys that Kyler Murray likes Call of Duty, right, Ryan? Yeah, I mean, he's got to be hes got to be the biggest Call of Duty fan ever. I mean, whenever Call of Duty comes out, he gets to start for a minimum of four weeks. <laughs> Guys, if you like what you hear at Garbage Time Fantasy Football, make sure to like and subscribe to the show here on YouTube. We are also in audio formats on Apple, Spotify, Google, Pandora, Amazon, iHeartRadio. Tune in. We are live on Twitch and Twitter when the shows are actually live and not pre-recorded. You can also leave us voicemails at www.garbagetimeff.com. And we like the hate mails. If you have any questions for waivers before Thursday, too, you can do it in the comments down below this video. You can do it on the voicemails on our website. You can also reach us on Instagram at Garbage Time Fantasy Football or Garbage underscore Time FF on our Twitter. And Ryan, if you want to win this Miles Sanders Gridiron Autograph card, head to your collection before Christmas, probably, because that's when the fantasy football season is over. How do you get it? Listen, it's real easy. After you listen to one of our episodes, like what you hear, go ahead and like an episode, subscribe to us, and uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, and then just comment saying that you did all that. Uh, say, I'm now part of the Heckling fandom. Go Miles Sanders. Whatever you want. Go Patriots, even. Fuck if you that. feel froggy. I'm, uh, I'm going to block you if you maybe, say you're a Patriot. Go Patriots. Maybe I'll put in an extra, an extra entry or two for you. <laughs> uh, so, seriously, though, just do all those. You'd be entered to win the... Uh, Miles Sanders card, and we look forward to being able to give it out to one of you guys. Let's ask some uh, ghosts of Ron Seymour if they'll actually get extra entries if they say, uh, go Patriots. The uh, ghosts of Ron's, what'd you say? That was either no or you know. That was definitely yes, no the <laughs> fantasy specter of Garbage Time Fantasy Football, Ron Seymour, says, no, you will not get extra names drawn out of his hat for saying you like the fucking Patriots. What it sounded like. He's a Giants fan and I'm a Jets fan, so F you, Ryan. <laughs> so with that, Ryan, you ready to get into the waivers uh, for this upcoming week? Yes, let's do it. Listen. This is the, like the crunch time for waivers. This is when waivers is the most important as you're entering the playoffs. For your fantasy football leads, this could win you your season if you did a solid waiver wire pickup. So, or get you in the playoffs if you're just praying to get there. Hundred percent. All right, let's uh, get into the waivers. All right, Ryan. Since you were talking about potentially winning your league. Which position is going to help you win your league the most this week? And which one do you want to talk about first? Probably the running bats, man. You think the running bats are going to help you win your league most this week? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big running bat guy. All right. But there's not a ton of them. So let's go over the few that we've got here for the heckling fandom, okay? Let's get on it. All right. Tyler Algier. I don't know if he's going to win your league. But he had eight carries for 55 yards. Also got a catch. He's a piece of the Atlanta Falcons offense. So what's your thoughts on Tyler Algier going forward? I actually, I don't know why I said running back, because a lot of the running backs on this list I don't love. Um, Tyler Algier, I'm not interested. You wanted a challenge. My, I guess the biggest thing I say with him is I love how I have this like beacon of light just shining through my face. It's the um, morning, allegedly. He's he's very matchup dependent. Um, he does have some tough defenses coming up. They got a matchup against Washington, Baltimore, and the Bucks. Mm-hmm. All very tough teams to run against. Um, so you know, if you're in fab or if you got a high waiver priority, I would say don't waste it on Tyler Algier. You look like God's like shining a light on you right now. That's what we'll call it. Yeah, is that it? Or is it that spotlight above your head? It is. You know, I put in a new light specifically to stop that from happening, and then it made it worse. 
Excellent. And guys, if you don't know what you're talking about because you're listening to us in audio format, go over to YouTube and see that shining light on Ryan's lovely face and make sure to leave us a like on the show. Yes. All right, so you mildly like Tyler Algeo going forward, maybe able to save some teams? No, I'd say mildly, mildly dislike. Mm, so you don't like him this week, then? No. Okay, do you like someone like Ido Benjamin a little bit more? People were talking about potentially adding him, and we saw the running back for the Texans this past week, uh, Damian Pierce, look a little bit disappointing. So is there going to be a way for Ido Benjamin to wiggle his way into this offense, or is this just another one to ignore? I, I think you ignore it. Damian Pierce is still the guy. Um, I'm not looking at Eno Benjamin at all. Hmm, you don't like a lot of running backs this week. Why the hell did you say you were going to win your know. league with this position? You really are just kind of digging yourself a hole with that statement. I dropped the ball. You did. What the fuck, Ryan? Yeah. All right, then I'm not going to give you the uh, satisfaction of talking about Samaj P. Ryan yet. Then you're going to talk about a shittier running back. James Cook, 11 oh. carries for okay. 7.6 yards of carry. So not super shitty. Good yards for carry. Is a decent part of the Bills' offense. Could be sneaky. So yes. Yeah, tell so us about I, James Cook. I mentioned him in our previous episode. I actually, if the game script continues the way it's going, I do like him as a possible pickup. If you have, you know, if you got, you got like your third tight end sitting there or something, whatever, or your seventh quarterback, whatever ridiculous stuff you drafted. Um, I think James Cook is worth a pickup. I think he could definitely be worthy of at least a flex consideration. Okay, and what kind of a role is he going to get in that Bills offense? I think he is going to actually, like, basically be a change of pace running back, you know, break up the work for Devin Singletary. The downside is I don't see James Cook getting, like, that red zone work. Um, but I do, I do like the amount of work he got, you know, 11 carries a huge improvement from what we saw at the start of the season. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's start talking about some running backs that will help you win your league. As you said, there is a few. We obviously have to talk about Isaiah Pacheco having over a hundred yards this past yes. week. Right. So go ahead and to actually talk about a running back that will help you win your league. Yeah. I mean, you could confidently say he might be one of the few running bats that are available on the waivers. That is the RB one in that team. And he's only 38% owned currently. So he yeah, feels like he's a nice pickup for potential teams. Yeah, and he is unquestionably the RB1 in that backfield at this point. Okay. Now, do you want him potentially more than Samaj P. Ryan for this upcoming week? And who do you want more long-term? So long-term, I will say Pachenko uh, or Pacheco. Pacheco. <laughs> uh, Short-term, it's a big if. The big if is if Mitzen is truly out with the new concussion protocols, I think I'm leaning towards he'll definitely be out. Mm -hmm. um, I think Perrine will be a very strong RB2, low RB1, just because of the amount of volume alone. Okay. He's not going to get in the end zone three times again, though, is he? No, that was definitely don't pick him up banking on 30 points a game. Yeah, no, and now that we've said that he's going to get to the end zone four times this upcoming week. All right, what will happen. Yeah, absolutely. And guys, uh, here's just a few other players, too, uh, before we talk about some more running backs that you should potentially look to see are on your waivers. Brian Robinson is 72% owned. They may be in some leagues there. Jeff Wilson going to get some heavy work, I think, in this upcoming week. Some people may have overlooked him. 69% owned. And Kenny Drake is also out there. And you also mentioned a Denver running back. Who was that? Uh, yeah, Latavius Murray. Uh, Melvin Doran got cut yesterday. Um Chase Edmonds, going to miss multiple weeks. Latavius Murray's stock is way up. So if he is available, put him like either right at the top or very near the top of your list. Just not above uh, running backs like Cook or Pacheco, I don't think, correct? I would put him above Cook, but under Pacheco. All right. On some other lists. Cam Akers is potentially listed as a target. He's rostered 33% of leagues. He did get some work, so it seems like the Rams are starting to forgive him. But that offense sucks ass is yeah, what yeah. I'm saying here. So are you disagreeing with a lot of waiver articles out there that are saying Cam Akers is actually a decent ad of the week? Or are you at least taking a shot on him in the waivers? I'm staying away from Cam Akers just mainly because I don't see the opportunities arising for, A, the red zone work, 
and for B for them to be in a game script to actually run the ball a lot. Okay, so if you needed to win a matchup this week, and this was to help you get into the playoffs, who would be your first and second waiver priority? Would it first be Samaj P. Ryan, or would you pick Isaiah Pacheco to start this week? Are we under the assumption that Mitson doesn't play, or is that up in the air? He's not going to play in this assumption. Uh, I'm going to go with P. Ryan. Okay. You ready to move on to the wide receivers, which just seems to be a lot more plentiful in the week, and this is the actual position that I'll think that will help you win your league, or did you have any other running backs you want to Well, there's one other note you put in our outline, but I, I find it hard if he actually is available in a lot of leads. But if Rashad White is available, mm-hmm. uh, definitely – look at picking him up he may have gone overlooked in leagues last week due to the fact that they were on a bye it's doubtful but it is possible so just go make sure he's not out there it's worth the search just punch him into your search bar see where he's at because if he's available definitely do it absolutely because he could be the long-term starter for the tampa bay bucks starting this week yes all right you ready to move on to the wide receivers yes wide receivers are fun all right so we mentioned him as a long-term pickup in waivers last week and guess what it was a long term he showed up right away so Traylon Burks went over 100 yards got into the end zone last week is he the top wide receiver this upcoming week and is he going to be in for more 100 yard games specifically this week and upcoming weeks going into the future it's it's hard with Traylon Burks because I think he is a big victim of the Titans don't hide what they're trying to do. Like Absolutely they're, not. They're going to run the ball down your throat and dare you to stop them from doing it. And if you can't stop them from doing it, they're just going to keep doing it. Um, Traylon Burts, he has had a single game above 10 points until this past week. I'm not, I'm not rushing out and grabbing him. I am. I'm a believer, and he's easily a wide receiver three start for you. You look for upside. And a 100-yard game and a touchdown is upside. The raw talent is there. He is my number one wide receiver on the week. Really? He is. And there's some other ones that are pretty good on this list. So let me ask you about one that's been very consistent over the last four to five weeks who used to be more of a on-and-off kind of wide receiver but is really starting to improve his stock. And he's got a Satan-like quarterback coming back but is a good quarterback. Donovan Peoples-Jones, five or six, he wanted a touchdown last week. And, you know, his uh, very PG quarterback, Sean Jackson, is coming back next week. Uh, so what's your thoughts on Donovan Peoples-Jones upside going forward? I don't know how it's going to look when Deshaun Watson comes back, but I've been, be good. It, I've been saying it for two weeks now. Go get Donovan Peoples-Jones. As far as wide receivers go for waiver wire, he is at the very top of my list. Even more, that's surprising. Even more than Traylon Burks. Yes, I think you're dead ass wrong there, but we will see. Although I, I think time. no, but he's still definitely a good ad. I think. Uh, all right, let's uh, to talk about some more questionable aspects for the wide receiver position. This is one that kind of feels like Deshaun Jackson. Tutu Atwell, one catch for 64 yards, but not the first time he's done it in the last few weeks. Do we like Tutu Atwell as a potential waiver wire option, maybe a flex play, you know, that really boom bust kind of player for the Rams? It seems like all the other guys didn't really work out for their offense. Is Tutu Atwell at all on your radar? No. You I know it's amazing. Yes. Is is like so he has only two games with more than zero catches. That was this week. The week five, the week the week five one went for fifty four yards. The week eleven one went for sixty two yards and a touchdown. (laughs) Like it's amazing. Um, and he might be that weird guy that wins you like a DFS matchup, but definitely don't go out and get him in fantasy. Play him in best ball. (laughs) The dude has two receptions all season. (laughs) Like, but but it's just when it happens, it's it's fantastic. But. No, don't go that. <laughs> He's a great wide receiver five. Yeah. Like <laughs> he would be a sneaky, like best ball DFS kind of guy if you if if I don't know if you're rolling the dice. But you're saying keep him off your redraft team? Yes. Don't do it. Okay. All right. You were skeptical of this guy yesterday, but he's on waivers. Demarcus Robinson, nine catches for 128 yards. 
What is your confidence level with him? Is he at least a waiver pickup? Come on. I don't want to. Um, you know what? I will say yes. If, you know, with Bateman out, he is he is kind of a shaping out to carve, right out, he is. carve out a little role. Um, I still have him below Donovan Peoples-Jones, but I will say yes. He, he might be worthy of like a flat spot. Okay, okay. I definitely think he's worth the flex spot. They got to throw it to someone in that offense outside of their top tight end. You're right. Yeah. It really sucks. I wanted to put Wondell Robinson on this list, but because of the injury, you can't now. But, yeah. Really summer to a strong rookie season. It is, but you can add someone else to that list. And he was picked up on many teams last week, but he's still on waivers this week for a lot of people. Darius Slayton, 5 for 86. De facto number one wide receiver, I think, for the Giants going forward, unless Odell gets added, correct? Yeah, and like and like we've always said before, when it comes down to there only being one decent wide receiver in an offense, the quarterback has to throw it to somebody. Mm-hmm. They can't run the ball every down. So, yeah, Darius Lane, absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm still going to say flats probably consideration, mm-hmm. uh, but definitely worth, worth a grab. Okay. What about Paris Campbell? Five for 67. He's um, always performing for Matt Ryan, apparently. Like you just said, as long as Matt Ryan's the starter, then he will be productive. Um, and it, it looks like the Colts are, are rolling with Matt Ryan. So I definitely think you can look at Paris Campbell. What's his height? What's his bottom out? I mean, his bottom out is like nothing. The floor. I mean, you know what I mean? But um, his bottom out is the bench. Yeah, <laughs> basically, I would say with Matt Ryan starting, I think you can get I. I will say wide receiver. He's a wide receiver three. Could get you wide receiver two numbers. Okay, okay. Um, nice have the answer. He's not a wide receiver two, but he's a wide receiver three. But he could get you wide receiver two numbers. No. <laughs> He put up 20 points versus the Raiders. That's the Raiders. I mean, fair. (laughs) (laughs) I hate Paris Campbell so much. (laughs) Why? I just, I'm sick of bringing him up in shows where he just feels like he's just irrelevant for years and then he just pops out of nowhere again. (laughs) Fucking like a groundhog that never goes away. Just like, you forget about me? (laughs) You forget about me? Here's my relevancy again. Such an asshole. All right, let's talk about someone that was mildly, I guess, mildly okay for the Titans last week. He's a veteran, so we'll bring him up. Robert Woods, six catches for 69 yards. Um, is there any fantasy relevancy for Robert Woods this upcoming week? What is the matchup for the Titans this week? So they got Cincinnati. Um, mm. But – I'm still when we talk about some of these other guys available on waivers, I'm staying away from Robert Woods. I mean, when you got Donovan Peoples Jones, I would take Peoples Jones, Slayton, probably Burt. Demarcus and... Robinson. Yeah. Demarcus <laughs> Robinson, Paris Campbell. Like I would take all of them over Robert Woods. But so he's like your real emergency waiver ad this week. Yeah, he would be like, oh, my God, I don't know what to do. (laughs) Wider Zero is supposed to start today. Just stubbed his toe and has a Michael Thomas toe injury. That's that's awful. All right, let's talk about some absolutely uh, terrible options in my book, but they did show route running, at least this past week in the offense. If the Jets move away from Zach Wilson, or even if they start him, Elijah Moore seemed to get a little bit involved in the slot. Corey Davis will probably be coming off injury this week. Do you have any interest in either one of these wide receivers? Are we saying fuck no to these options like I am? Unless, yeah, I'm saying F no. Unless they come out tomorrow and say Mike White is starting and he promised us he's going to target Elijah Mitchell and Corey Davis at least seven times. Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore. Unless that happens, I'm not, no. He's so irrelevant you forgot his name. See, yeah, I, I saw the dude for what? What was a one play live? <laughs> 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 I, I, 
<laughs> like he's a bigger ghost than Ron Seymour. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> a fair statement. All right. Uh, what's your thoughts on Matt Collins? Five for forty-five. Didn't seem to really get involved in the fourth quarter. Well, if I remember correctly, this is probably the toughest for you because you're a big Matt Collins guy, right? I, I like him at the wide receiver two position, but he just since that one blow up game. Yeah, his big stature, and he's really an athletic freak. He hasn't gotten much involved, so it's tough for me week to week. I, I want to throw him on my roster, but he just isn't performing up to what feels like could be his standard. I just think it's hard when you have an offense as Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs mm-hmm. for him to really get a fantasy viable role. So you're keeping him on the waiver wire yeah, this I'm week at least? Okay. Yep. All right, man of God, with the rays coming between your eyes. What about Terrence Marshall? Three for 76. Nope. Panthers, I'm out. Nope. Would you rather have Matt Collins or Terrence Marshall more? Oof. Threw me a curveball there. Wasn't ready. Um, <laughs> all right. I'll throw in another one. Robert Marshall. Woods, Matt Collins, or Terrence Marshall? Wow. Wow. Um, Got some real good choices there. You know what? You're making me pedal backwards on my Panthers. I guess I'll go Terrence Marshall out of those three. So you made me eat my words a little bit. Love it. Any other wide receivers you'd like to bring up that I uh, that didn't mention here? Listen, I'm just going to get on my pedestal here a little bit. Go ahead. and And just say... Never mind. He's actually rostered in a lot of leads, so never mind. I'm Who would good. it be? And what's the percentage? Jacoby Myers, dude. People are sleeping on Jacoby Myers. He's been South- rostered all year in all leagues. He's not a waiver wire ad. He's not. You're right. You just had to get his name in the I show. Know. That's all. I did. You're right. That's okay. All right. You want to talk about the tight ends or quarterback next? Ooh, let's go QB. Okay. Looks like you're going to make me go to the top of this list next. Remember what I'm doing here. Roll up. All right, let's talk about uh, you know everyone's favorite uh, favorite demon there in Brown, Deshaun Watson, for his Week 13 return for the Texans. Are you stashing him on your bench? Okay, so am I starting him Week 13? No way. Like I'm gonna want to see something, but if I'm entering the playoffs and my QB is a little shaky, like. Maybe I just have some really good skill players and I've been squeaking by with a QB2. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have some some excess fat that could be cut off my bench. <laughs> I think I would add him. Like if he comes out and crushes it, then heck yeah, like you know, if he's running all over, I think it might be worth it. Yeah, as long as he's not chasing uh, you know, masseuses, I think we'll be okay, right? Yeah, just don't don't start him week 13 in a game you need to win. Deshaun, just be happy that you're wearing an orange-brown suit as opposed to an orange jumpsuit. It's uh, probably a positive. That is true. That is a win, probably. Yeah, man. You know, the difference of freedom and hundreds of millions of dollars. Good job, Rons. Good job. We're really proud of you. But, you know, it's for fantasy football, so we'll see how that works out. <laughs> People have morality in football, which apparently they do not. Marcus Mariota. 13 and 20, 131, yeah. 13 carries, one rushing touchdown. Looked pretty good. That Keenan Allen for Marcus Mariota trade, I mean, doesn't look too bad, does it? No. Hey, I stuck up for you in the chat, too. Yeah. Um, so I don't look like a moron. Shockingly, it worked Marcus out. Mariota has broken into QB1 territory. He is QB number nine mm-hmm. in our league, at least. He has some pretty friendly QB matchups coming up. Washington. I'm surprised, but Sleeper actually has it as a QB-friendly matchup. And then Pittsburgh, which we know, New Orleans, Baltimore, Arizona. So those are all games that you could have very strong performances from Marcus Mariota. They called me a madman and said it shouldn't be done. They That's tried true. pulling the trade away from me. I defended you. Appeals. And, that is, that is okay. and that is going to be my soapbox when we talk about trade details and why they shouldn't be a thing. That is very, very fair. I'm just glad that I don't look like a complete idiot. I'll only look like a complete idiot when Keenan Allen comes back next year 
and looks like a boss. And Marcus Mariota is the starter of the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, but what is that going to be for one year? Like, it's not going to be. No. Nope. You won. You won that one. I I really hope you're right. Jared Goff played very well against the Giants. Plays Buffalo this week. But, I mean, Jacoby Brissett looks good against Buffalo. Are you interested in Jared Goff in his Thanksgiving matchup against against Buffalo? Dude, he had six points against the Giants. Just kidding. <laughs> so, no. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Unless our lead has some weird, crazy bonuses that Ron hasn't told us about. But, no. No, I'm not. Are you sure? Yes, I'm very positive. <laughs> I love it. Okay. All right. Aaron Rodgers against the Eagles. Any confidence? So Aaron Rodgers, despite all the hate the Packers have been getting this season, is still technically ranked as a QB1 sitting at number 12. Am I starting him in a one QB lead versus the Eagles? Probably not. Definitely not. But I think he's a viable QB two in super futs leads. And what's your reasoning behind that? I mean, he, so he has thrown over 200 yards in every game, but two, he has multiple touchdowns in every game, but two. I mean, that alone, I think, makes you a viable QB2 in Superfoot's leads. What did you say Jared Goff scored this past weekend? Well, in my lead, in the lead I'm looking at, he had six and a half points. With a passing touchdown? Nope. Did it not update? Wait. Ryan, I... He didn't have a passing touchdown against the Giants. Hold on. I need to look at these stats because I am getting thrown off now. I thought he had a decent game. Am I imagining it? I think what happened to you is what happened to me is I keep thinking the Lions like played the Bills and I keep getting the games messed up. No, they played the, the Giants played the Lions this week, right? Yeah, Jared Goff went 17 for 26 for 165 yards. And he had four carries for another one. Oh, and no touchdowns. Why the fuck is he on my list? Forget everything I just said, man. My God. Oh, the the most important point that everyone can take away from this is do not start Jared Goff versus the Bills. Even with how Jacoby Brissett? Do not start Jared Goff versus the Bills. <laughs> I don't think he's actually a bad start. I don't. Dude, like what? They'll be playing from behind. He's going to have to throw the ball a lot. I don't think it'd be a bad start. They've given up some pretty decent yardage against some pretty average quarterbacks. That defense isn't as good as you think it is. All right, man. I think he's a QB2 on the week. QB2? But he's uh, not as high as I thought he was. I thought he had a much better week based on the box score. I need to surf over that game, I think, a little bit more. I got box score, box score. Man. Well, you had Jamal Williams. I went for, what, three touchdowns? Yeah, I forgot about the rushing oh. game there. Fuck, yeah. man. I get it. So-called fantasy expert I was on that one. I Five. researched better than you. It's no big deal. Obviously. All right. We'll talk about Jacoby Brissett then now. How do you feel about him playing against the Bucks? Um, so I feel like you're gonna call me out eventually for just making these these wimpy pits, but he's a QB two for sure. He went against he went against you know a solid Buffalo defense that you don't have faith in, put up 25 points. He's so he hasn't so QB to be 24. He hasn't fallen below QB 24 yet this season, except for week one. So he has been in a 12-man league. He has been a QB two every week other than week one. Fair. I'll, I'll give you that. So QB two. Yes. All right. Jimmy Garoppolo against the Saints. This one I feel actually pretty good about. Your thoughts? Yeah. Um, so he's playing right now and he's doing pretty decent. Um I actually think 
he will be like a I think he's a French QB one. What are you talking about, Ryan? We recorded this in the morning. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, I think he's a French QB one against the Saints defense. That's not great. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, he could have that secondary a little bit. I I like Jimmy Garoppolo as a flex player this week if you need him. Um, I will add to that, even though I'm trying to get my head of myself. Uh, I do like Ayuk and Tittle both coming up. Okay. And Kenny Pickett is still a no against the Colts, correct? Even though he's oh. starting to improve. Nope. Still a big fat no. Nope. Mm-mm. No. You heard it here first from Ryan Ward. All right. You ready to talk about the tight ends? Four or Let's five of them on this it. list. Let's All right. The, the tight end position is like my favorite fantasy position. I don't know why. As you know, as I roster like three or four in Dynasty. Never wanting one of the top two. Yeah, like I just, I don't know. I don't know why. But anyway, yeah, let's get into it. So you'll be rostering Juwan Johnson this week, right? Three 40-plus yard games in a row. I should. And like I said yesterday, uh, you three, would you say it was double digits each, each game, right? Yeah. You can't ask for much more out of out 10 of plus fantasy points. If, if you didn't get one of those top two or top three guys, you can't ask for much more than that. So if you can get a tight end that consistently gets you double digits, he's not going to win you the week, but he definitely won't lose it for you either. Damn right, Ryan Warner. I actually love Jawan Johnson going forward. He's just been consistent. He's not going to get you a dub. That's all you can ask for. Mm-hmm. Now let's ask about a real wild card, which is on his team. Taysom Hill did a little bit last yeah. week. Nine carries for 52 yards, one catch for eight yards. Is that random monster performance coming this week? I think of Taysom Hill as like when you're down by six points and you're on the opponent's 37-yard line, you just got to throw out a Hail Mary and hope it hits. That's Taysom Hill. So if you're in that situation, then sure. If you're not in that situation where you need a solid five to ten point performance then go with literally anyone else so if all your players are on by and you're favored to lose by 20 Taysom yes. Hill's your boy Taysom Hill's your guy yes 100 percent. and only in that scenario only in that scenario so you'd like him a lot less than Juwan Johnson yeah all right fair enough what about Hayden Hurst versus the Titans you like you like yourself some Hayden Hurst for the Cincinnati Bengals I just, I think there's better. I think there's better out there. Um, like Jawan Johnson? Yeah, Jawan Johnson. Logan Thomas is still sitting out there. I don't know what his ownership is. It might be higher than what I'm realizing. A little bit, but he's still in a lot of leagues. Yeah, I mean, I like him a lot more. Jawan Johnson, like you just said. Um, so there's there's guys I like more. All right, then break down Hayden Hurst's uh, potential for the week, then. Um, I think. I think his ranking is a little bit – it's weird because he's actually ranked as a tight end 11, mm-hmm. which you would say would be like a fringe tight end one, but it's just kind of deceiving. He's just kind of led along, along a, a big game here or there, but he might almost – like you're going to get – I'm going to say seven points. You will get seven points from Hayden Hurst. Okay, so not a dud then. Not a dud. You won't get a dud. You'll definitely get at least five. All right, so you mentioned Logan Thomas here. So why do you like him so much more than Hayden Hurst going up against the Falcons this week, man of God? Yes, it's just shining on me. Yeah, it's so distracting. He – so he just had a season high in receptions, was was injured for – well, not injured, but he didn't really get any work for two weeks. Um, But sits targets last game. So I think it's just the number of targets and the workload coming off that makes me think that this could he could have another solid game. That's fair enough. And Dawson Knox, 14 points against Detroit. Getting involved in the Buffalo Bills high power, high octane offense. I'm super excited to point this out to you because you made another mess up because it was at the It was in Detroit. (laughs) (laughs) Against the Browns. That messed me up so bad so many times. It was in Detroit against the Browns. Well, it's even worse because they play Detroit Nats. 
So I'm like, am I a week off? Like, what happened? <laughs> Is this Groundhog Day? Did the skateboarding happen? <laughs> I'm like, what? So what, um, what do you what do you think? is going to happen against the Detroit Lions. So like I said in the last episode, he's he's creeping back in, and I almost feel like it happened last season, but I can't. I don't know for sure. Where it's kind of like that, towards the end of the season, he picked it up. Mm-hmm. And it seems like that's almost happening again. Uh, had terrible week one. Didn't break it 10 points until week six. And then had nine, five, nine, then 14. And now he's going up against a, a shaky Detroit defense. Um, I think he's like in the same class as Dwayne Johnson. He won't lose you the weed. He won't win you the weed. Probably 10 points. Okay. Anyone else at the tight end position you'd like to cover? Um, Let me think for a second here. Let me just look. I want to see. No. No. Nope. Okay. All right, some good defenses you could potentially stream this week. I'm going to say you can stream the Chicago Bears defense no matter how much garbage they are against the New York Jets if Zach Wilson is starting. That's how disappointed I am in his performances the last few weeks. Do you think you can stream the Chicago Bears against the New York Jets, or am I just tilted? I think you can, strictly from the standpoint of the Jets, A, aren't going to put up a ton of points on you. Nope. They're not going to put up a ton of yards on you. Correct. And it's very likely Zach Wilson throws one-plus interception. Is this game ending 9-3? to three? With Fields out, it is very, very likely. Oh if God. Fields is out. All right. I'll get off that tilt again. It'll probably come up all week until it's actually game time. Dolphins against Houston. Is this a good matchup for the Dolphins? Yeah. The Dolphins have a solid uh, defense, very explosive offense. Um, I think Houston will find themselves down early and just be making kind of risky risky moves, risky plays, um, and you see the Dolphins capitalize on that. Are the Dolphins actually going to start getting pressure in this game? They've struggled with that in the last few weeks. <sighs> Maybe. <laughs> Excellent answer. All right, what about let's ride Broncos country against the Panthers? Yeah, so it's almost like the Broncos are in the same situation as the Jets where their defense is actually really solid, and the offense just will do nothing. I fucking hate it. (laughs) Um, And the Panthers' defense is really bad. I mean, the Panthers' offense. So, yeah, I really like Broncos' defense. Just don't. Play anything besides Sutton on offense. Yeah. Or apparently you said you could play a running back with this. Beyond the point, I'm of a different opinion. Anyways. Latavius Murray. Uh, yeah. I, I think there's still better options. And it's uh, not like the Panthers don't have a pretty good front seven. That's fair. Vikings against the Patriots. Are the Vikings awesome. a good start on defense, or do you have a different opinion? I think they will still be a good start just because the Patriots don't score a lot of points. Regardless, Matt Jones has been shown to give up sats. Um, either it's, it's a lack of protection, Zach Jones not ha- Matt Jones not having the pocket presence. Um, so they'll get the sats. They won't get the points, so you won't get dinged on that. Um, I think they would be a very safe defensive play. This one feels a little bit less safe, but I feel like it's going to have a giant upside for – people who stream this this week, and it's one of my favorite streamers of the week, the Commanders against the Falcons. I think the Commanders are going to win this game, and I think that defense is going to handle the Falcons handily. What's your thoughts on this game? Um, Yeah, it's definitely one that has the biggest upside, I think. It's just, you know, it's a little bit of a gamble. Um, I just want to see something really quick. Good. Um. You just got to make sure Cordell Patterson doesn't burn you. But I do think Chase Young is supposed to come back this week, or he's actually moving in that direction. So if Chase Young is back, then that is going to be insane. Any other defenses you'd like to bring up, Ryan? Hmm. Not really. I think you picked out the top ones. If you had to rank these, what would you rank them? Out of all five of these? Yep. (sighs) 
Uh, give me the Commanders against the Falcons for one. I'll take the Dolphins against Houston, two. Broncos against the Panthers, three. Vikings against the Patriots, four. Chicago against the Jets, five. And obviously, the Jets are still out there. You can stream them, but they're a top defense. I think they're a little bit harder to acquire at this point. That's fair. You ready to do the uh, Turkey Day game previews and help our boy JJ out so he only has to do the weekend ones? Yes. Let's help out JJ. Let's fucking do it. AC's still going to Gobble, gobble, I interrupted you again. Well, so at least JJ's done contribute, unlike someone we know. Oh, the ghost of Ron Seymour. Got me. Just kidding, Ryan's been on a lot of shows. I just wanted to see his face. All right, let's talk about the Bills and Lions. Um, I already mentioned I think Dawson Knox will be a pretty good play this week. And this would actually, I think, be a very entertaining game because I think it'll be a very high-scoring game based on the fact that Detroit Lions defense is more like a high school defense, except against Saquon Barkley, apparently. So what's your thoughts on the Bills offense going up against the Lions this week? Uh, Yeah, so the Lions do not have a good defense. And as everyone knows, the Bills have a very good offense. I definitely see the Bills winning this one. And I actually think it could end up being a game that actually benefits Devin Singletary. I could see it a game where it gets out of hand quickly. You see them using James Cook and Devin Singletary a lot. Um, so I think you can see the running bats kind of benefit from this. And are we going to get a bounce back game from Stephon Diggs, who, you know, got in the end zone, but didn't have a lot of volume last week? Uh, yes. I think so. I think it'll be all very early first half. Uh, second half, I wouldn't look for a bunch. What about Gabriel Davis? Yeah, he is so hot and cold. Like I feel like he's either catching two catches for 170 yards or he's pretty pedestrian, but he's still going to be a he, – he'll be a solid, solid wide receiver three with wide receiver two upside. All right, and what's your thoughts on uh, Amon Rossi Brown going up against the Bills? Ooh. I think it benefits him in the fact that they're going to be behind. They're going to have to play. Um, Amon Ra is still wide receiver 14. Um, I think he'll have a strong game just because they're going to have to throw the ball. I do too, and you said that Jared Goff is – not going to really be startable this week. I disagree with you. I think Jared Goff's going to be in for a pretty decent game, at least a high-end um, QB2 this week. All right. What do you make of the uh, running back situation with Swift and Jamal going up against the Bills? I'm still saying Jamal's a must-start until Swift shows you that he's going to – he's 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 there and going to play. I'm, I'm going – I'm going Swift. I mean, Jamal. <laughs> you want to go Swift because he's so good, but he's just it's not, just that, not um, there. No, not right now. Until further notice. All uh, right. And I also said I believe Dawson Knox is a pretty good play this week. I think it'd be pretty decent of a price for DFS for the Thanksgiving games, too. Um, kind of sneaky and a little bit underhanded for it. Who's going to win this game, you think, Ryan? Uh, Bills. I'm giving it to the Bills. They get out there a week early. Um, they're probably staying right there. So I'm going to give it to the Bills. You know what? I'm going to give the upset here. I think the Detroit Lions are going to beat the Bills um, for the given reason that they didn't really get to practice last week against the Browns. I think that's going to wear them out on the travel, and it's a quick turnaround for them. Detroit's home. I understand the Bills have been there for a week, but I'm going to say this is going to be a very high-scoring game. It's going to get out of hand for both of these defenses. And I'm going to give the Detroit Lions the upset this week. Are you putting that in our pick-em sheet? I am going to when I actually get to it. Thank you, Tasha, guys. Joseph, oh. Lions over the Bills. On Turkey Day. 
And the Bills are going to crush him 40 to zero, like the Rod Seymour take. <laughs> I love that take. Yeah. Now, now mine's going to be on the Cole Takes video in December. All right. Let's talk about the Giants and Cowboys. This, I kind of feel like, has defensive struggle written all over that. But am I wrong, Ryan? You're not wrong, but we just saw the Cowboys completely stifle Saquon Barkley and, I mean, not Barkley, Delvin Cook. And Justin Jefferson. So I completely foresee they can do that to Saquon Barkley and no wide receivers other than Darius Slayton. I have the I have the Cowboys winning this convincingly. I agree with you here too. I, I think the Cowboys are gonna win this game convincingly too. Um I think it's looking more like uh I think it's gonna be defensive. I think the Giants can at least hold them. To under, I'll, I'll say 17 to th- three. 17? 17 to three. What? I, I, think I, really, I really think they're going to wreck the Giants in this game. I do. 17 to three. You only think the Cowboys are going to put up 17 points? Giants got a good defense. All right. That's that's my prediction. It's a, it's a weird one. I think we're going to go a weird defensive game. Uh, right. Saquon, be okay. Uh Darius Slayton will be okay. Daniel Jones is going to turn the ball over a shitload. Yes. Michael Parsons is going to have him on the ground all day. I kind of get that feeling too. Um, what do you think about the wide receivers for the Cowboys in this game? Um, I think CD Lamb will bounce back a little bit. I don't think we're going to see as crazy of a game from Tony Pollard, so I think you'll see that benefit um, CD Lamb quite a bit. What about Dalton Schultz? Uh, I still like him. I, he, I do too this week. Yeah, he's solid. Start him. Uh, do you like any of the other Cowboys wide receivers in this game? No. No, that's pretty much the only ones I'm looking at, I think. Gallup has been so... Just not existent. Yeah. Nope. It's CD and Dalton Schultz. Okay. And you mentioned Zeke there a little bit. Just re-elaborate for us. Yeah, the split is just tough. You got to hope he gets the red zone work. Um, He's probably... RB3-ish with RB2 upside if he gets the red zone touchdown. Um, but it, he's splitting, as of last week, split 50-50 with um, Tony Pollard, so that's tough. I gave you a strange score, 17-3. What is the final score in this game, in your opinion? I will say 24. No, I'm going to, yeah. I'll go 24-10. to 10. Wow, we both think that the Giants are going to get crushed. Yeah. Sorry, Ron. You're gonna have a bad Thanksgiving. Sorry, buddy. So absolutely don't show up to the podcast. That's right. That's what you get. <laughs> All right. Let's let's let the homerism bleed through here, Ryan. Patriots against the Vikings, who are coming off a devastating loss to the Cowboys. So give me the game script. What's gonna happen here with the Patriots and Vikings? Um so I see the Patriots doing what they've been doing. It's gonna be a lot of short passes. So see Jacoby Myers get a ton of targets. Stevenson will probably get a lot of targets and a lot of carries. Uh, but the Vikings, I just don't see us keeping the lid on Justin Jefferson. And I think that will open up the Dalvin Cook situation. So, unfortunately, I see oh. the Vikings pulling this one out. I do, too. I think they're going to end up bouncing back in this game. They're a pretty yeah. good team. Um, Dallas just figured them out last week. Um, I think they'll adjust well. The although this is a primetime game, so Kirk Cousins doesn't show up for primetime games very well, but it's not Monday night, this is Thursday night, so we won't get Monday night Kirk Cousins. If it was Monday night, I'd pick the Patriots, but yeah, I think it's obviously Stevenson, it's obviously your wide receiver. Uh, what about Harris? I'm still out on him, I'm waiting to see a little bit more. Uh, even with the rushing work he got last week, I don't think it was really fantasy significant yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm waiting to see more. Thoughts on Thielen and Hawkinson? Uh, Hawkinson, I think, is a definite start for tight end. He's your boy, right? Yeah. Yep. He's your guy. Yep. I'm in on Hawkinson 100%. Start him if you have him. Um, Thielen, I'm fading, I'm, I'm fading away from. I am too. Uh, you already predicted the Vikings are going to win this game. I am too. What's your final score? I will say I'm going to go 21 to 10. 
This will be a 24-20 Vikings. All right. All right, we have reached the end of the waiver and Thanksgiving preview show. Uh, JJ will be coming out with a video Wednesday, I believe, which will be for the Monday and Sunday games for this upcoming week. So we've given you these early previews to get you ready for these games. Um, guys, if you like what you hear on Garbage Time Fantasy Football, make sure to like and subscribe to the show here on YouTube. You can also listen to us live. Where, Ryan? On iHeartRadio. Um, if you want to listen to it, I guess. Yeah. Where That's else? All I got. Um, wait, wait, wait. Let me. Um, so, YouTube, <laughs> Apple, Spotify, Doodle, Pandora, Amazon, iHeartRadio. Tune in live on Twitch and Twitter. It's almost like you have the notes I gave you. Almost. Yep. You can also leave voicemails and hate mails at www.garbagetimeff.com if you want to win that gridiron. Miles Sanders card. Ryan, how do you do it? So you got to like episodes, subscribe to the channel, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, leave the comment. I am the Heckling Phantom, hashtag Go Patriots. Fuck that, but last part. To let, us, to let us all know the tests have been completed and we will enter you into the drawing. Absolutely, and if you guys have any waiver or uh, matchup questions, for this upcoming week, including stardom sitems, you can put them in the comments down below. Reach us on Instagram at Garbage Time Fantasy Football by leaving in the messages or under one of our videos. We will get to you. Or you can do it on our Twitter at Garbage underscore Time FF. Or leave it as a voice for hate mail, which we will play live on the show and answer. And as we said, make sure to tune in Wednesday for whatever JJ brews up for us in his special episode. That'll be kind of just interesting to see. JJ episodes are always good, so make sure to tune in for that. They're and the always, edits are always incredible. Yes. Always a good show. Absolutely. We'll see what uh, shit talking he's got to uh, bring up on that. He's always got a few surprises for us, like videos of dump trucks coming back, which I'm sure yes. will involve Zach Wilson. So without uh, further ado, guys, have a great Thanksgiving. And uh, we, me and Ryan will see you next week. We'll see if uh, Ryan gets back to us, too. Uh, enjoy JJ's weekend episode for you guys on Wednesday. See you later, and have a good Thanksgiving. <laughs>